So, you know, um, I kind of want to shift over a little bit. This is this is Jalen's segment. Um, I want him to speak a little about it. It's something new that we're doing here on College Culture and Creativity. So, Jalen, what is this new segment and what is it about? So, I'm starting a new segment called JG's P's. No, JG's Q's and P's. What are P's and Q's? I don't even know. like, be on your P's and Q's. We always say it all the time, but do I actually know what I'm, yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna Google that. We're still trying to figure out the name of it, but for now, it's just a new segment where I ask thought-provoking questions um, that both allow the person being asked the question to think, and also kind of gives us a perspective into what kind of people we are. And we're gonna include our guest, um, Amaya, on these questions here today. And we can do an order, we can do ladies first. Um, so I'll ask a question and then there's five questions. I'll ask a question, Amaya, you can answer it. And then Kendall, you can answer it. If you don't have an answer, that's fine too. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Okay, so <laughs> I was reading them. <laughs> All right, so the first question, if you were giving a one minute ad slot during a Super Bowl that you couldn't sell, what would you fill it with? Mm. And so as you were thinking about that, to break it down for people who may not understand, Super Bowl ad commercials are like extremely huge. People like corporations pay billions of dollars to get those one minute slots. Um, And so it's important for that message to be good. It's important for it to be comedic. It's important for it to be memorable. Um, Just you as a person, not even having to be a corporation or anything, if you had a one minute slot, um, which is like a billion dollar minute like you're you're paying for a minute for a billion dollars to say whatever you want to say or put across whatever message you want to put across what would your message be wow um i think because i I have two things bouncing out of my mind of what i would do but i think what i most importantly would do is i always talk about this on twitter a lot um and i actually did like a thread on it once about how google's algorithms are more proportionate to showing white people in certain roles and images before they show anyone who's black or Mm. of my skin tone so i think doing a commercial which represents like children and women and people just googling stuff and just kind of showing and exposing that those algorithms i think that's what i would do because i think that would light a fire under google to really do some mass and major changes within their algorithms and their website um and i think that's something that i've always thought because even from a young child i'm like why do i have to put black in front of whatever i'm trying to look up you know in order for me to make this silly presentation for kindergarten it doesn't make sense so i think that's what i would do i mean it's not like i would say the most exciting but i think it would spark a lot of people's minds like yeah you know even for people who's not black like yeah you know I just thought about this they really don't it's always like maybe at the bottom of the page you'll get one black picture Mm, yeah wow okay Jalen I'm gonna need you to say the question one more time to get some context because I'm still thinking about it (laughs) you want me to re-explain it or you want me to reread it both uh okay so let me read it the question is, if you were given a one-minute ad slot during the Super Bowl that you couldn't sell, what would you fill it with? So meaning, 
if you had, it could be anything. What message would you get across? What billion dollar, essentially, what billion dollar message would you get across? Or uh, what would you do? What would you say? What would you want people to see or receive? Like, just, just what, would it just be your Instagram name? Think about how many followers you can get. Would it be, um, if you donate a dollar a day, you can do this. Would it be, be financially free? You know, would it, what, would it, what would you fill that billion dollar minute with? Uh, a minute, oh my goodness. You really got me thinking about this because <laughs> I actually didn't, as much as I'm big on branding and marketing, I didn't go to that first. That's not where my mind went. It was more towards like self-help and like best advice I give to people. Mm-hmm. And it like really sounds cliche, but I would say, I think I'll actually put this make good friends, like mm. just have great relationships. I don't know why I've been on this wave lately of just that type of stuff, but I just feel like people underestimate the power of good people and good friendships and good relationships because it just makes their whole life so much better. So I would mm-hmm. tell people that because I notice when people don't have that, it's just really hard to keep yourself high and do whatever you want to do on a day-to-day basis. So I think it would just be make, make good friends or just always try to have good relationships or great ones. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. Okay. 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 So y'all ready for the next question? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Question number two of five is what is the most important object you own? Ooh, I think I like just to know that one pretty quickly. Like just as in one uno? Just one thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, yeah. One, what is the one most important thing that you have like, that is of yours, that is in your possession? This sounds very materialistic, but it's my laptop. My laptop is my, like, out of everything, my laptop is, is FaceTime, everything I do on the internet, podcast, radio, my job, like, I can go without my phone. I'm mm-hmm. fine without my phone, but my laptop, yeah, that's something I, I need. Okay. Okay, Amaya. That is so hard. Um, I would say, because if I had a laptop, maybe it would be my laptop. I would say, I really don't want to say my phone, but I guess my phone. That's like, sounds so sad because I've always, I've like these past couple of weeks, I'm like, I kind of want to get rid of my phone, to be honest. I like that every going, day. Yeah, like I just don't even, I've been on it so much now. I'm just like, I don't even want it. But I guess my phone, really, because I can't even think of anything else. Like I would say my hair products, but that's more than one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is it, I don't okay. know if it's just me. Is it normal when you see your phone? Like sometimes when I'm on, I kind of just want to throw it across the room. Just for the fun of it, yeah. Ooh, I don't I know. That's me. That. When I when I'm on this phone, sometimes I'm like, Kendall, get off, and I just want to throw it. But of course, I don't do it because I don't got money like that. But you know, right? That's right. me though. But Jalen, I'm wondering with you. I'm gonna spin it back. So, what is the most important object you own? My my first answer was gonna be um, my yes, my cellular device. And then I thought about it and I said, I can take this in a completely different direction. No one said it had to be tangible. No one said it had to be like, you know, a material item. So I would have said my peace of mind, mm-hmm. like my intelligence, I think is is probably one of the, and you, Kendall, you're laughing because you knew I was going to go this way. But I, I really do think my ability to think <laughs> is my most like 
prized possession because like a lot of people and boy oh boy oh boy have i learned that through this quarantine a lot of people don't have the simple ability to think and i get upset but then i have to be reminded that everybody didn't have the same upbringing everybody doesn't have the ability to think everybody's diet isn't the same so they don't think the same so like <laughs> That's just something I really, I really, and I'm not saying I'm always right, but I, I am just grateful of the fact that I'm able to look at a situation and not, not think about what the norm does and do it that way. I'm able to think about it and let, like, put, apply logic to it and like make a decision or um, make an opinion on it. So that would be my answer. Peace of mind. That's that's interesting. That's a good one. That is. A I, I'm kind of wondering with you. You know, is that, is that something, because you, you basically said that, you know, sometimes you're dealing with people to where they're not thinking on your level or they're just not as strategic as you are. How do you typically take that with a person? Do you give advice? Do you, do you lean back? Does it just depend on the person? So I used to get really, really, really upset. And when I say used to, I mean, like, I still do that. I'm just trying to speak it into existence. Um, <laughs> you have to be understanding and just realize, like, because me and my mom do it all the time well, she'll do something or say something. And in my mind, it's like, why? That, that made no sense. Like, why, why was that your thought process? But you have to be understanding that this is what makes sense to them. So like an, an argument that I had, well, an argument that I have coming up, I, brought, I talk, brought this up at a table with people. We were talking about um, who was in heaven and who was in hell. And someone made the comment that Hitler was in, in hell. And I said, not to be defensive of him or anything, but some may argue that in his mind, he was correct. Like in his, his cognitive setup, he thought he was doing what was best. Mm -hmm. So if internally you think you're doing the right things or you think you're good, you know, like how do you, so I would, yeah, just, I would just say you have to be understanding that people think differently and you have to, I wouldn't, don't shun them for that, but instead try to figure out, hmm, okay, let me figure out how they got to this, like how, what was the thought process? Cause have you ever been in a conversation with someone and then like, it just like grows into something completely different from what it started? All That's the time. like, a, yeah, you have? I had a friend who um, basically went on a date and maybe about 10 minutes into, everything was going well, maybe about 10 minutes into the date, she realized that she was sitting with a black conservative. Oh, wow. And from that point on, it didn't go very well. But I think that's like, you know, when you're talking about things like, for me, the Black conservatives, I always wonder if it's because of three, you know, out of these three reasons. One, you know, you can't relate because you've grown up in a different way. You haven't been faced with a lot of the similarity, uh, similar challenges as your, as your skin folks. So therefore, you kind of just try to separate yourself. Two, is it because you don't, want to hold certain things accountable and you're in denial and if you accept these things you may have to look at the people that you conversate and associate yourself with differently or three is it because you're doing this for some type of social attention and you're really trying to meet the status quo of the world that was placed upon European structures so that's what I've always thought around black conservatism because um also you know people with religious matters or people with just i guess different ways of thinking about things because things have happened to them i've seen a lot of different stories and some of them i'm just like you know there's a spectrum of black conservatism 
but some of them are so far out there I always narrow it down to those three reasons because I'm just like there can't be any other reason why you are just so against your own just the, the understanding part of why they are the way they are why they think the way the way they think um is how I have, have tried to get over that Kindle like she said, you know, if you don't know what they what their upbringing was, you don't know, you know. So, to answer that, on a day held in your honor, what would people have to do? So, if it's National Kindle Day or National Amaya Day, what would people have to do? These are really good um, questions. So, for me because people always say like, I do things weird or I do things in a funny way. I think one, they would have to, um, anyone who like really knows me and like the way I eat, I like my cereal dry. So I do cinnamon toast crunch in a bowl with a spoon dry. Yes, I know, I know, I'm crazy, I get it, I know. I, okay. I've heard it all, I've heard all it good. all, I've heard it all. Thank you, um, but that's one thing. And I think the second thing is maybe, I don't really want to make all this about eating. Oh my god! <laughs> but <laughs> you keep it honest. It's all good. Yeah, like I think um, lemon pepper wings in Law and Order, like a whole marathon, like of binge watching Law and Order. I think that's one. That, that those three things. Right. They're gonna have to do that. Okay. When would that day be? Hmm. When would, what day, day will that be? Oh, that's another good one. Hmm. May 24th. Okay. I think for me personally, if, if it was my day, I would tell people to, I would say just try to mentor, mentor younger people. Um, or I don't know, I think I'm, I'm really big on young people. I would tell if you're a younger person, try to go speak to someone who's a lot older and just, just be there and listen. From, I don't know, this sounds really weird, but I used to do that a lot in high school and it was the best thing I would do. I would just ask, I would just ask people about their lives, what they've been through, what they've gone through and just listen. And I think I would, I would want people to do that. Even if there are older people, listen to younger people. Um, and it sounds really cliche and weird, but I would say just listen. Talk to people and just listen. A lot of times, even myself, I talk too much about myself. Like just listen to people and hear their thoughts, hear their opinions. And you might not agree, but at least you're trying to get somebody else's perspective. So I would tell people just to go to go listen to different people's opinions and just be there and really try to soak up any information. I don't know. I'm, I got weird on that, but that's how I feel. Can I add one more thing? Mm -hmm. I say find a dog to go play with, whether you go to the shelter or you go to your friend's house and give that dog a day of love. That's it. Okay. Random, but yeah, that's it. Because if we're talking like me, just like on a, a, like on a fun level, I'd be like, yeah, well, technically you shouldn't be racing in the streets, but you know me, I love cars, so it's like, yeah, go with a couple of your friends to start driving around. I love not, I love just like kind of just night drives. Um, 
don't race too much, but you know, just just be safe. That's what I would say. What day would your day be on, Kendall? Um, damn. I think for me, it'd be around graduation time. Either around graduation time or kids, typically they start school. So sometime in like the mid-May, late Mayish part or like early August, early August, like mid-August part. And I'm going to do this last question. The, the fifth question, it was a, a bit similar. So the last question is, if you had one day left to live on the earth, what would you do? What does the day look like? Hmm. Amaya, you can take this one. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um... Personally, um, to give you guys time to think, I would face my fears. Last night I had a dream that uh, me and my dad went skydiving, but like instead of landing on land, we landed in the middle of the ocean. But like all you had was a parachute. So like you had to dive up and then like swim back to land. So I would oh. face all of my fears. Yeah, my fears are, like, my biggest fear is tarantulas. So I don't think even in the time of death <laughs> that I can. Feel that one. I can, I can do that one. But, um, hmm. I feel like I would do as much as I can to help other people on that last day that last effect, even if I'm like overly nice and people look at me weird, like, I don't know, is that cliche? Like just doing whatever I can to make someone stay. Like everyone that I've come across, like I'm just gonna try and make their day. I think me, I would have maybe two or three parts of that day. Two of them honestly are just more materialistic and fun. Like um, I've always wanted to go on a helicopter for some reason. I would want to do that. Um, I would want to drive one of my foreign cars just another time just for the fun of it, just to get that feeling. And then lastly, um, I think personally me, I would just go speak and just have like an open dialogue with seventh and eighth graders. Like I think I, I just, I don't know, for some reason, I've always loved middle schoolers. I feel like that's just such an interesting time in your life. And I would just mm -hmm. have an open dialogue about their lives, what they're doing, what they plan to do and just talk. Those would be my three. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the end of JG's P's and Q's. Q, wait, JG's Q's and... Okay, title pending. That's the end of that segment. <laughs> okay, thank you guys so much for listening um, to this segment of College Culture and Creativity. Um, Amaya, thank you so much for coming on today. It definitely means a lot. Um, and yeah, you. hopefully, you know, with some time, we can get you back, hopefully in the studio. I don't know when, but we're going to make that happen. I know. I same for you guys. I've had Jalen on one of my podcast episodes, but I haven't had you yet. You yet? So, or both of you together? I think that would be better. But um, I really do thank you guys for having me today. I had fun. And I like these questions, and yeah, it's been real. So next time on College Culture and Creativity, that was Amaya, guys. Thanks for participating.